Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Claire from Canada, who takes LDN for multiple sclerosis. Thank you for joining me, Claire. You're welcome. Could you tell us when you first started to notice that there was something wrong with you? I first noticed something wrong with me in 2005. I was stumbling when I walked long distances, and I was getting tingling in my feet. Mm-hmm. It was diagnosed as, not fibromyalgia, but... Um, fasciitis, and then it disappeared and it reared up its head again in 2009 and then um, disappeared again and then finally in 2011 it stuck it came, I had the symptoms again and that time it didn't disappear it, I was di- I was officially diagnosed with MS January 2013 mm-hmm. okay how old were you at that time Claire I was 54 years old. Okay. It's unusual, isn't it, um, to have survived that long without uh, getting MS. People usually get it before then. Had you had anything in the past that could have been um, MS relapses? No, not, not, that, I re- not that I can recall. Mm-hmm. In fact, my family doctor thought it was impossible for me to have MS because he said I was too old. Mm. So I had I was actually very healthy, never had anything that could even in hindsight be connected to MS, and it caught me completely by surprise. Mm, I bet. So at that time, what were your symptoms? At the time when I was diagnosed, I had numbness in my feet that extended all the way up to my hip, and I had um, pain in my both feet. It was predominantly on my left side, the numbness, and the pain and tingling were in both feet. And it, it, that was pretty much consistent. Mm-hmm. And I had a, um, what finally got me in to see the neurologist is I was uh, walking to and from the office one day, and my the, the numbness and tightness extended almost up to my collarbone, and that scared me. I went to the, uh, the walk-in clinic, and the doctor referred me to a neurologist. And, and three weeks later, I was visiting with the neurologist, and the symptoms were still persisting. Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically um, started the whole process towards getting me diagnosed. Okay. So, I'm just trying to get my head around this. Other than the, the, the numbness, which is terrible, I know, um, did you have any problems with your eyesight or your bowels and bladder, fatigue, anything like that? I have problems with fatigue. If I overdo it, um, and, and overdoing it at the beginning was heavy, like gardening for three hours or house cleaning for a few hours, 
now it's about an hour. It, but if I overdo it, what happens is I get the stumbling and the numbness becomes more more noticeable. Mm-hmm. And I do have occasionally, if I'm really really tired, bladder issues mm-hmm. with this urgency, and which you know I try not to be tired because that that is actually one of the most distressing symptoms that I I can get. Yes. And. Um, but fatigue is the worst one that I, I, I deal with on a daily basis. What about cognitively? Um, nothing. Nobody's noticed any differences. I have not noticed um, differences mm-hmm. unless it's, it's to deal with the fatigue because once I'm tired, my ability to focus becomes yeah. kind of going to the door. Mm-hmm. So how did you hear about LDN? I was researching because when I was I probably had MS and the diagnosis was not confirmed I started researching MS and found a whole bunch of information about the traditional medical treatments and I found actually luckily I I discovered the Swank diet as well as uh, Dr. Jelinek with his overcoming multiple sclerosis so I bought Dr. Jelinek's book and in his book, he mentions LDM as having a tremendous amount of promise. So mm-hmm. I started researching it and just joined the uh, the forum, the online forum, shortly after I was officially diagnosed. Started tracking people's progress and basically just listening in to discussions about the benefits and and the side effects. And I thought this is what I want to try. Mm-hmm. And how easy was it to get a prescription? It took me a year and a half. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, my, my GP refused to die, to prescribe it if my neurologist didn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my The first neurologist I had, uh, bas- he basically told me he didn't believe in it. And um, he refused to prescribe it. The, I fired him. Um, the second neurologist didn't believe in it and at that point I had already found another GP and she was open to it but had never she had never done she'd heard about it but hadn't done anything more any more research into it so I went uh, to the website downloaded a whole bunch of information my next appointment with her I gave her the documentation and um, she agreed to prescribe it and she'd actually had it was interesting she'd had four patients in the two months previous to my first visit with her request a prescription for LDN and because she didn't know anything about it she had said no she was going to do some research so my timing was perfect she she hadn't even um, done much research except looking into naltrexone itself and then when I showed up with the documentation, she was actually quite pleased. So mm-hmm. it, she wanted me to try um, a couple other supplements. And so with that, I ended up um, starting the pregnenolone with her. And then about six months later, we started on LDM. And when you first started, did you have any introductory side effects? No, I didn't. Actually, it was I was expecting sleeplessness. I was expecting potentially some side effects. I had no side effects whatsoever. Um, I started in July 2014, 
Mm-hmm. I started at 1.5 milligrams. I took it at night, and I, it was like, wow, this is. I was no side effects. Um, the I my and I wasn't sure if it was just placebo effect. My mind was playing tricks on me or not. But the first night, nothing. The second night, I slept like a baby. <laughs> not the first time I slept through the night for um, almost a year. So it was it was very noticeable for me. What symptoms has LDN helped with? I mean, are you less fatigued? What about that feeling of numbness? The numbness is almost completely gone. Mm -hmm. And my fatigue is actually, I would say, not 100% gone, but it's, it's, I'm going to switch phones here. Um, Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Okay, my my fatigue is, I would say, at about, uh, it's about 60% gone. Um, and that I'm actually finding that things, it, it's subtle, the, but what I want to do, like when I want to do something, I actually have the energy to do it, and I actually get get I get things done again like I used to before. So oh, that's amazing. I still have to pace myself, mm-hmm. but it's it's so much better than, than it was last year at this time. Before you started, if you had to rate quality of life on a score of 1 to 10, and 10 being the highest, what would it have been? I would have probably rated it at 7. Mm-hmm. And now? I would have to give it an 8, 8.5, and, mm-hmm. and it's the trajectory. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. What would you say to other people who are thinking of trying LDN? I would tell them to... Try it out. There's the side effects are so minimal, and um, to be patient because it's not overnight, and to work with their doctor to to figure out a dose that works the best. Like I I I'm my doctor's first LDN patient, and I meet with her once every six weeks, and we talk about side effects, symptoms, um, dosage, and you know my last appointment with her last week was. She was impressed. She goes, she said, it, I, I told her I, I saw subtle symptoms of subtle changes. Mm-hmm. And she said, that from her perspective, she hadn't seen these since October. She saw a tremendous increase in energy and optimism and just overall health. So she's very, she's now an LDN supporter. Well, that's amazing. I know, but she, what, what I found the most helpful is is working with her to discuss dosages, timing. Like, if 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 you can find a partner, a, a healthcare partner who will work with you, I think that's going to be tremendously helpful. Yes. Oh, all I can say is I really hope that your success continues. For myself, I continued improving for 18 months before I stabilized. So I'm hoping for even bigger and better things to come for you. And maybe you'll um, give us an update next year. I, I hope to. I'm, uh, I'm optimistic. I've, I'm, upping, I'm at currently at three milligrams a day. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, I've got a prescription for another 1.5 so that I can, when I feel ready, I can bump it up to 4.5. Um, it's a small prescription. It's not for any length of time. It's just an experiment. We'll see how it goes. 
And like I said to the doctor, I'm willing to drop it down to three because I, I feel good here. Mm-hmm. Would I like to see more improvement in my fatigue? Yes. But um, I would say day by day, I'm noticing. If I was comparing today to yesterday, I don't see much difference. But when I compare this today to uh, two months ago, I see improvement. So it's subtle, but mm-hmm. it's cumulative. Oh, fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. You're very welcome. I'd like to introduce Cindy from the USA, and Cindy has Crohn's. Welcome, Cindy. Well, thank you. Could you tell us a bit about your Crohn's, you know, and when were you diagnosed? I was diagnosed when I was about 25 or 26. So that was about a nine, five, six, somewhere around there. And it came on very suddenly. I had never had any tummy problems or any symptoms uh, prior to, I, I literally woke up one day and I went to go use the restroom and there was blood in my stool. I, and I didn't tell anybody for about a month because I, I just didn't. And I finally said something to my mother and she said, well, you need to go to the doctor. She said, that's a sign of cancer. And so I started my journey with the doctors and at first they thought it was hemorrhoids and then they said that, and then that was ruled out then they said fistulas and then that was ruled out and then they said proctitis and then that was ruled out and then after about two years and many doctors they finally came up with the you know diagnosis of Crohn's due to um, a biopsy from a colonoscopy and um and so then you know I've had it all this time with d- different degrees of being sick um and whatnot how did it actually affect you other than having blood in your stools? Well, it got worse over the years. At first, I, you know, I would always hear about all the stomach pain that you had, and I didn't have that for a long time. I just would have, you know, very, very bad urgency. Uh, I'd have to use the restroom right away. Uh, you know, obviously the bleeding and then sometimes getting really tired from, you know, I guess from getting anemic. But then as time went on, it started getting worse and worse and worse and and I would ha- I started to get have a lot of pain, and it's severe severe fatigue. And I'm normally a very energetic person, so that was very crippling for me emotionally and and as a, you know as a person because I'm not used to not wanting to do stuff or not feeling like I'm able to do stuff because yes. normally I you know very I'm sort of hyper on the other end of the spectrum. That tired it was it was hard for me. And, uh, you know, I've had, I used to work a lot in my younger years, my 20s, I was really broke, and I used to, I had worked about three or four jobs, and I had a doctor tell me to stop working all those jobs because it was wearing me out too much with the Crohn's. Did you have and to watch your diet? Not really. I've sort of got a different case, an interesting case. It's a little atypical than your average Crohn's. The only thing I've ever found that bothered me was coffee. I have been to tons of doctors. At one time, I was a case study at NIH. Do you know what that is in, in Maryland? No. National Institutes of Health. It's like the government's premier, you know, government hospital. Mm-hmm. And I was a case study there for Crohn's disease. And um, so I've been to all kinds of doctors. I've been to some of the best in the United States. And I've even tried holistic medicine. Um, and I had a herbalist tell me one time to get off of coffee. He said, coffee is very irritating if you have Crohn's. And I tell you what, I did, and I started taking a bunch of herbs. This is back in like back about 
15 years ago, and I was about 80% cured just from that. So coffee seemed to bother me. However, I love coffee with every breath of my body. So that's like the best reason for waking up in the morning. So I was off coffee for a couple years, and then I moved to Tennessee and met my husband, and he loves coffee, and he got me back on coffee. <laughs> but then I got, but then after I met him, I was, I went through like an eight, like an eight month a year remission. Just, it just happened. I just all of a sudden, he started giving me these oat brand tablets. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, if I was just very happy or whatever, but I went into remission for a long time. And then slowly it started to get worse again and on and off. But the worst it's been, I just came off of a really bad uh, spell. Um, all these years I've had it, I've never been hospitalized. I've never been had surgery. I have never, uh, mine is a little bit on the inoperable side as far as it's on the lower end of my intestines. So if I have surgery, it's going to be a colonoscopy bag and that's it. That's right. the only option I have for me, which I'd never, never, never want to go there if I can help it. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but my brother died very unexpectedly in 2009. And um, I took it very hard. And a week after his birth, his death, I came back from Maryland, from Maryland. I came back from Maryland after the funeral and so forth, and I got very sick. And my daughter had been a little sick. With, a, with like a stomach thing, and I thought I just had like the flu. Mm -hmm. And then it, and then I went for like two months, like being extremely sick. But it was very different than any symptoms I've ever had with Crohn's before. My Crohn's was acting up, and I was bleeding and having all the urgency and all that stuff that I that I'm very used to. But I was having um, fevers and chills and no appetite and couldn't eat and things. I couldn't stand the smell of things. And I couldn't, at the, at the end there, I couldn't even pick my head up off of a pillow. And, a, and um, finally, we all got a grip and we realized something was desperately the matter. And they took me to a doctor and they almost threw me in the hospital. It turns out I was having a Crohn's flare, what? which is very different apparently in symptoms to, to your regular everyday Crohn's. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they put me, my doctor was very concerned. She almost put me in the hospital, but she put me on steroids and all this, all these medicines and said if I wasn't immediately better by the weekend, she was going to put me in the hospital. But I did, re I rebounded really good. And I got better fast and then I, and I got manageable. The, the symptoms never went away, but I got a whole lot better. And then after about another six months went by, and I had another flare. But this time, I knew what was happening to me because of the, the previous one, and I knew the symptoms were the same. And so she put me now on oral steroids before I was on um, rectal steroids, the enemas that they give you. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't responding. Nothing was working. I was getting worse and worse. The bleeding was getting worse. I was getting anemic again. And she was getting ready to put me on Remicade. Which, are you familiar with that? No. Remicade is a drug, that you, it's a relatively new drug in the treatment of Crohn's in the United States. It's, it's sort of kind of like chemotherapy. It's like $10,000 an injection. It's very expensive. There is some evidence it causes cancer later in life. It's very, it's like the big guns for Crohn's disease. Okay. And I have never had a doctor ever even threaten to put me on that before, but now they were because I wasn't responding to anything. And I just so happened 
to talk to a friend of mine who is an old friend of mine. I've known him almost 30 years, and he's had Crohn's his whole life. He's had it since he was a little boy, eight years old. And he told me about two treatments that were um, not, you know, not your average everyday treat, you know, like a little you know, alternative treatments for Crohn's. One was infecting yourself with hookworms. Have you heard about that? No. <laughs> okay, well, apparently, if you do research on the Internet, it's extremely effective. I was getting ready to do that, but it's very costly because you have to... There's a guy out in California that sells these hookworms, and you infect yourself because people in the third world countries do not have Crohn's disease. And so they think there's something to America and in other industrialized nations that are too clean, and it's, called, nice. it's wrecking havoc with your immune system. That's one thing he told me about. And the other thing he told me about was that he didn't know the name of it, but he said it was a pill that you take at night. Right. And he said, and that also regulates your immune system. Well, when I started really investigating um, via the Internet all these two treatments, and I found out how much the hookworm thing was, I said, well, let me check out this pill. And I just quickly did, you know, I used to do research for a living on, on the Internet, so I'm sort of kind of good mm -hmm. at it. And I quickly found out that it was naltrexone. Right. And I spent the whole weekend reading any and everything I could about naltrexone, and I called my doctor. Long story short, she had never heard of it and never, didn't never knew anything about it, and she didn't want to give it to me right away, but she didn't say no either. And she checked with a doctor up in Vanderbilt, which is a big hospital up in Tennessee, and he said he's tried it with his patients has never had success, but it's not, you can't, it can't hurt to try kind of thing. There's no side yeah. effects virtually. Mm -hmm. And she did, and she let me try it. And I, it has been a miracle drug. Within the, the first day I took it, the first night I took it, I was better the next day. Remarkably better. But how long did it take you to get back to what's normal for you? Six weeks or so, and I'm not taking anything now. And it's been almost a year, and I'm fine. Wow. It's been, it's a bit, for me, it has been miraculous. Mm -hmm. There's a symptom when you have these Crohn's flares. It's called foggy-headedness, and mm -hmm. it just makes you feel like you don't feel clear. You know, it's, you know, like when you take a nap in the afternoon, mm -hmm. and you wake up, and it was a delicious nap, but you, like, you wake up, and you're like a little out of it for a couple hours? Yeah. That's how I had been for months with the Crohn's. All the time, and I just never felt, it's called, that's one of the symptoms, and I, and I felt foggy-headedness. The first night that I took the uh, naltrexone, the next day I woke up and felt clear-headed again for the first time in months and months and months, like a year. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing that went away, and, the and then I just slowly started to get better. I was taking a very mild dose of oral, ana uh, not antibiotics, oral um, steroids, too. Not supposed to take a whole lot of steroids with it, from what I read. Mm -hmm. But I was taking like five milligrams, just weaning myself off. And that within a week or so, I got off of those. And then I got off, and then I started, because I hate taking medicine. So I, you know, I just wanted to see where we could go with this. Mm -hmm. So I started weaning myself off all the other meds of the Crohn's, and I was still fine. No bleeding, no nothing, no pain, no frequency, no urgency, no symptoms at all. And um, I, I promise you, if they were to do a colonoscopy on me now, I would be completely healed on the inside, whereas before I was a mess. And um, after about a, six weeks, two months, I said, I'm going to get off the naltrexone and just see, because I have the pills here. I can take them any time. Mm -hmm. And I got off of them, and I never have had to take another one. They're in my nightstand, but I don't take them because I'm fine. Really? Yes.
That's and nice. then my and then I tell and I told you in my email to you I tell anybody and everybody that I think would be interested about this because I, I it appalls me that the medical community does not know more about it. it. It's just ridiculous because it's a cheap drug. It has no side effects. It can't hurt you to try it. It doesn't mix badly with other drugs for the most part. It's just it's just no. It's a win-win. And uh, I told my. Um, my my dental hygienist is a lovely lady who whose daughter is in her early 30s I think and has Crohn's and is very sick with it and her mm -hmm. daughter is a nurse. Nice. And I told her that the the mother of this daughter I told her about my what I've just told you at the you know my mm -hmm. my whole spiel with the with the son and she could not get her daughter to take it because her daughter was saying, well, that's a drug for heroin addicts. And I, I explained, I said, it, mm -hmm. it, that is at 50 milligrams. Yes, they give it to you if you're ODing on heroin, of course. However, in low doses, it does, it, it just, somehow it just lets your body flood with the endorphins that it needs to flood with. and it, Whatever, I don't know what it does. I'm not a doctor, but um, it, it works. And I explained this to her, and her daughter finally reluctantly started taking it, and my husband just went and had his teeth cleaned two, three weeks ago, and the, and the mother told him to tell me that her daughter is doing remarkably better. It's amazing, isn't it? And I, I find it amazing as well that you don't have to continue taking the LDN. You know, it's, it's done its job, and it's still continuing to work, yeah. Right, right. It's amazing. But I suppose you've got it there. As soon as you notice anything not quite right, you start taking it again, I presume. Yes, ma'am. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. And, yeah. and my whole my thing with my Crohn's is I just start bleeding. You know, I'll go to the restroom and there'll be some blood, and that's that's what, how it started. And that's like the first thing, and I know it's coming back, and that'll be the first symptom. And if I ever do, I'll just start taking it again. Mm. But I haven't had any. I and I go poop once a day, twice. You know, like a normal person. Yes. It's a, I'm like a completely normal person. So how long has it been normal now? Let me see. Let me, let me, I got the bottle right here. I'm not good with dates okay. and time because I'm old and everything seems to me like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I had this filled uh, August of last year, the right. last time I had it filled. So this summer it'll be a year that I've been off of it. So it's amazing. Months, you know, a good eight months at least. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. I'd like to introduce Jenny from England, who has multiple sclerosis. Welcome, Jenny. Hello. Could you tell us what you were experiencing which led to your diagnosis? Well, it felt really like flu. Pretty much only um, it didn't go... The flu-like symptoms mm -hmm. weren't cured at all healed or anything of that nature. Mm -hmm. Did you experience any other symptoms at that time? Yes, I had, uh, well, headaches, mm -hmm. probably held of flu-like symptoms in themselves, but I didn't have anything to, else to speak of. Um, I noticed that my balance was off kilter. Mm -hmm. I couldn't walk very far without tripping or stumbling. I had to hold on to things and um, 
Well, currently I can only do... Uh, what would you say my maximum distance is, Jim? 20 yards tops. Mm-hmm. 20 metres in metric. Right, OK. So what were you actually like before you found LDN? Well, I was like a... Some lady passing me in the street said I was sloshed. Mm. I, I must have looked drunk. I felt pretty drunk, to be honest. Well, then that's upsetting in itself, isn't it? It is. Did you have any bad fatigue? Yes, I did. And I didn't know what was causing it, obviously. Yes. And what about your bowels and bladder? Were they okay? Oh, bowels are okay. Uh, bladder is a bit doddier. I have to keep well within reach of a, a toilet or a commodal. Mm -hmm. Something similar, because I've only got five seconds or so between the first sensation of fullness of bladder and, and uh, okay. How did you no, sorry. How, how did you hear about LDN? I, to be honest, I can't really remember, mm -hmm. but it must have been gossip on the internet. Right. Did you manage to get your own doctor to prescribe it, or did you have to get a private prescription? I had to get a private Hi. prescription from EMED. Right. And how long have you been taking LDN now? For um, about five months, five years. Five years, okay. And did you notice any side effects when you first started? No. No. How long How long did it take before you started to notice improvement? Well, I started on the 1.5 mil size dose, and mm -hmm. that didn't improve me very much. But um, as the dose increased, so the improvement increased. Okay. What improvements were they? Well, my balance was better. I could stand up. I could mm -hmm. walk a short distance, but I could walk. And um, I could well, get to the toilet or commode or whatever mm -hmm. before I, my bladder let go. That kind of thing. Yes. What about fatigue? Did it help with that? Yes. I do take it afternoon nap on occasion but not absolutely every every day mm -hmm. did it help with your balance it did mm -hmm. so would you say it's helped you have a better quality of life yes um, i would say that overall my balance having improved my walking ability has improved, but I don't want to sound like an advertisement for stuff. But no, of course. Well, it what would have indeed helped very much. What would you say to other people that are thinking of trying LDN? It certainly was a go.
I mean, it might not work for some anybody else. I mean, mm-hmm. MS is so different. It affects everybody differently. Yeah. And so the LDN will probably affect everybody differently. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, I know I'm just can't think of anything off, off the top oh, of my head. Fine. Well, thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.